Welcome to a special bonus episode of the Mind Time Podcast. It's your girl Jasmine, a.k.a. JC Revealed, a.k.a. Quay, where we are slightly Southern, highly spiritual, but here to make you think. And we are thinking about this election, people. So I encourage you all to get out and vote. If you can early vote, do it. Don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today because this election is important. So much is riding on this election. And one of the things that I have been scratching my head trying to figure out for the last four years is I look at some of these people in our country and I just been like, what's wrong with them? Because I really have not been able to quite put my finger on how it is that somebody or a group of people can continue to ignore tweet after tweet, story after story, informant after informant, policy after policy, hidden conversation after hidden conversation, family members who are letting you know the real deal about a person and how you can ignore all of that and still say, but we want him anyways. That has been baffling me and that has been bugging me and that has been my struggle for the last four years. But I feel like I have finally put my finger on it. And I'm telling y'all, it's a spirit. I know some of y'all gonna think I'm crazy, but it really legitimately is, in my opinion, a spirit. And it does not just plague Trump supporters. So let me just tell you off the jump. This is not a bash Trump episode. Whoever you get out and vote for, we just want the elections to be fair. We want everybody's voice to be heard. Let the chips fall where they may. However, one of the things that I feel is important to address during this election season is this spirit that all of us struggle with because we do carry it into the polls. We do. And that is the spirit of, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care the cost. I don't care the consequence. This is what I want. And I want it anyways. And that my friends, I believe is a spirit and it's not a new spirit. Okay, because when I was looking at Donald Trump and the fact that we knew what he was about before he got elected the first time, we knew he had sketchy business practices. We knew that it was a little bit of a circus around him. We knew about the TV shows. We knew about the women. We knew that he was not necessarily the brightest crayon in the box. We knew these things. And while some people thought it was a joke, right? and good entertainment, there was traction that was gaining that rolled him right up into the White House. And part of that fuel is this notion and this idea that no matter what comes, this is what we want. But it doesn't just plague the U.S. It's not a new spirit. And matter of fact, when I looked at Donald Trump, it reminded me of a story in 1 Samuel chapter 8 about the Israelites who demanded, demanded that God give them a king. And so what we have here are similarities between Donald Trump and King Saul. And the way that they got into office, I believe, is because the people were willing to say, no matter what, we want him anyways. So in 1 Samuel chapter 8, so what we have here 
is the Israelites who are tired of their current system of government. Sound familiar? Because since they were delivered out of Egypt, God was essentially their leader. God would be the equivalent of their king and God appointed judges to rule over them. So you had the period of the judges, you know, who settled disputes and arguments and served as a leader for the people. And you had God who was ultimately the one that would lead them into battle. And you had the Ark of the Covenant that was symbolic of his presence. And so that is the system of government that they were living up under. They got tired of that. Samuel, which was their last judge, was getting old. They did not like his sons because they did not follow their father's statutes. And so they went to Samuel and they were basically like, tell God we want a king. We want to be like the other nations. We want a king. And so that disturbed Samuel. And Samuel went and told God and God was like, "Okay, basically, bro, this don't have nothing to do with you. He said, Listen to all that they are saying to you. It's not you that they have rejected, but they have rejected me as their king. That's first Samuel eight and seven. And so he was like, we've been through this since the day I brought them out of Egypt. God says, now listen to them, but warn them and let them know what the king who will reign over them will claim as his rights. This is where God tells Samuel, Tell the people to consider the cost. One of the things that I don't believe that we do as a people and in this society before we make decisions is really count the cost. God was getting ready to lay out what it would cost the Israelites to get this king that they said they wanted. He said, this is what the king who will reign over you will claim as his rights. This is 1 Samuel 8 and 11. He will take your sons and make them serve with his chariots and horses, and they will run in front of his chariots. Some he will sign. He will assign to be commanders of thousands and commanders of fifties and others to plow his ground and reap his harvest and still others to make weapons of war and equipment for his chariots. He will take your daughters to be perfumers and cooks and bakers. He will take the best of your fields and vineyards and olive groves and give them to his attendants. He will take a tenth of your grain and of your vintage and he will give it to his officials and attendants, your male and female servants and the best of your cattle and donkeys. He will take for his own use. He will take a tenth of your flocks and you yourselves will become his slaves. And when that day comes, you will cry out for relief from the king you have chosen. But the Lord will not answer you in that day. Samuel lays out the cost of getting what they said they wanted. High price. Because, see, judges didn't have all of these servants. Judges didn't have all of these servants. They weren't required to have all of these palace officials, and they didn't have to look like they were wealthy. They didn't need all of this land and a palace and riches and gold because you can't go into battle against other nations and your king look busted up, right? And so Samuel lays it all out. Basically, y'all are going back into slavery to get what you think you want. And so he tells them all of this and punctuates it with in that day, you will cry out to God for relief from this King that you want. And God is not going to answer you. Listen to what the people say. 
in verse 19. No, they said, we want a king over us. This is what we want. They rejected everything that Samuel had told them about what it would cost them. Just like we as a nation rejected everything that we knew about who Donald Trump is and was as a businessman, as a family man, as a celebrity, we ignored all of that. And there was a majority of people who still said, and especially in the electorate, because that's where he won. We don't care. We want him anyway. Because people were so convinced that they wanted somebody who wasn't from Washington. They wanted somebody who wasn't a part of the establishment. They wanted somebody who wouldn't play by the rules. And we got exactly what we knew we were going to get. And we've paid a high price for it. See, because you didn't know that your mama name and your grandmama name and your children and your family members and your loved ones would have to pay with their lives for the negligence of leadership who won't admit that we are in the middle of a pandemic. You didn't realize it was going to cost your job. You didn't realize it was going to cost your business. You didn't count the cost of what it meant to have somebody in office who does not know and even doesn't care about basic policy. But it was a show until it wasn't. And now you have a lot of people who are jumping ship this time around because you realized that the cost you paid to get this person the first time wasn't worth it. There is a spirit of we want it anyways. And the reason why it's prevalent in our elections is because it's prevalent in our lives. And that's not a bipartisan issue. That's not a Democratic issue. That's not a Republican issue. That's not an independent issue. That's a human issue. Because God has been telling us about cost. God has been uncovering things. God has been showing us how things are going to turn out. And how many times do we tell God, but we still want it. God been telling us the wages of sin is death. And the first question when your loved one dies is, well, why did my loved one have to die? The wages of sin is death. Your loved one died because they sinned. The pleasures you're getting right now are the reasons why one day somebody is going to mourn over you. We don't want to talk about that, though. God has been telling, God has been showing, God has been warning, and we have turned around and said, we don't care, we want it anyways. And this is why we're in the mess that we're in. Because, see, this is bigger than Donald Trump. Because the more we do it in our personal lives, the more we pick our leaders by the same attitude. If you're not careful, this spirit of I want it anyways will start running your life because it's been running our country for the last four years where you are willing to ignore sign after sign after sign. You refuse to heed warning after warning after warning until you get to the point where it's too late. You're stuck with what you asked for. And God is saying, I won't answer you in that day. It's a dangerous thing when God start giving you what you want. 
We think that's what we want. There are a lot of people out here who feel like, oh, you know what? If God just be hands off and let me turn up and do my thing and live my life or whatever, then I'm going to be good. Let me tell you something. It is a dangerous thing when the God of all creation tells his prophet, give them what they want. They got free will. This is what they want. I told them what it would cost them, but this is what they said they wanted. He told them, you're going to want relief from this king. And they said, no, as though God was lying. How many times do we say no, as though God is lying? And so what I'm hoping is we don't make the same mistake in this election that we made in the last election. Where we laugh at a circus act as it rolls right into the White House. Because the election isn't won on either side. And so when I wonder about people and what's wrong with them, I realize that there are greater forces at work that didn't just start four years ago in an election. It's been prevalent in the lives of all of us for a long time. And so you got to ask yourself, how does this spirit of, but I want it anyways, show up in your own life? And how could it potentially derail your future? Because you refuse to acknowledge when God warns you what the cost is. That's a dangerous place to be. And when you have leaders in office who ignore the science, who ignore what's happening, who ignore the death numbers, who think of it like it's a game, and who will stand up on your TVs every night giving a press conference and basically tell you that you're delusional. As though your, your family ain't grieving over your loved one you just had to bury and everybody couldn't even come to the funeral because only 10 of y'all could come. And you couldn't see your loved one in the hospital because we're in the middle of a pandemic. How many days are we willing to overlook this and still say but we want it anyways this is a human thing it happened with the israelites and that they wanted king saul it happened with us and some of these leaders that we have chosen and it's not just the president if we don't check congress who are doing the same thing but we want him anyways because they're so committed to their respective parties they don't care nothing about the people then we will be stuck in this cycle. And God has already given warning. If you say this what you want, I'm going to let you have it. This is the reason why I believe he couldn't get impeached. I did not give Donald Trump longer than a year and a half. When he got elected, I said 18 months tops. They're going to get him up out of there. I knew it was coming. I was like, the Lord ain't going to stand for this until I realized God will give you what you asked for. But then we cry out in outrage and we want God to come and deliver us from ourselves and our own choices. And God is saying in that day, I will not answer you because I gave you what you wanted. This who y'all want. This the kind of leadership you want. This the kind of government y'all want. This the kind of country you want. This the kind of nation you want to live in. I'll leave you to it. And that's the course that I believe that America is on. Because it's not a political party that's voting. It's individual people who walk into the voting booth. 
and how many millions of us walk into the voting booth with the same spirit we live our lives by, which is, I don't care what it costs. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what God has said about it. I want it anyways. And just know that when you walk out of the voting booth, will you be okay if God says, so it shall be? If you're one who doesn't vote and you're just like, I don't want either one of them. Just let the chips fall where they may. Are you okay? If God says, so it shall be. Are you willing to risk the lives of your loved ones and your family members on a let the chips fall where they may? And so just in the spirit of election season, please go vote whatever party you vote, whoever can, whichever candidate you vote for, just make sure that your voice is heard. So that way you are not part of the reason why we left it up to chance for our children and for our family. So until the next episode, God bless you. Well, thanks for rocking with us this episode. You can subscribe to the Mind Time Podcast on Apple, Google, or Spotify. And if the spirit moves you, feel free to rate us and tell us how we're doing. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Mind Time Podcast. You can check out our website at mindtimepodcast.com. And if you would like to submit a question for a discussion here, feel free to DM us on social media or you can email Jasmine, that's J-A-S-M-I-N-E, at mindtimepodcast.com. Until the next episode, know that we love you. Peace.